there, I'm Jenna, and welcome to Butterfly Banter. I'm so glad you're here. This is a show to share my journey as a woman with Turner Syndrome, and a show to share stories of others that are affected by Turner Syndrome. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And now, let the banter begin. Hey everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Butterfly Banter. So glad to have you all here with us. I have a wonderful guest, Amy, on the show today. Amy, would you like to say hello? Hi, everybody. We're so excited to have you on the show today. Well, thank you so much for inviting me. I'm excited to have a little chat and just, you know, spread my word and my experience with everybody. That'll be great. So why don't you go ahead and jump right in and just uh, give us a little bit about yourself. Sure. So I was diagnosed when I was about 12 or 13. I had no idea what it was. I actually broke my leg and went to the doctor and he looked at me and said, you know, you're kind of short for your age. I had always been little, so I didn't think anything of it. Right. But I was just like, okay, whatever, like nothing new. And then he's like, no, no, like you're really short for your age. I want to do some testing. Mm-hmm. So then the blood work came back and I was diagnosed with Turner mm-hmm. and I had no idea what it was. So I did some research and I ended up going to Sick Kids because I live just outside of Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Uh-huh. And I ended up going to Sick Kids and learned more about it and started taking growth hormone, uh, which was very scary at the time because I am terrified of needles. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> I was always one of those kids that was, like, deathly afraid and had to go kicking and screaming to the doctor. So, to me, that was, like, one of the worst things um, that I learned and had to deal with. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, other than that, I I was very lucky in regards to health issues. Like, I didn't have some of the the known issues that women with turners have had or can have, like heart issues, kidney issues, anything like that. I was always just kind of me and just thought I was, you know, a little bit littler than everybody else. So it wasn't a huge deal. Yeah. I then did learn about the infertility issues, uh, which has been a struggle in the last few years. I've been with my boyfriend for two and a half years. Yeah. Um, I'm very lucky. He has two wonderful children. So I'm a stepmom to two. Oh, awesome. Um, they're eight and three. Awesome. Yeah, so it's amazing in that way, and I'm very lucky. But, you know, I do face the struggles that a lot of women face, like, you know, when your friends are getting pregnant and going to the baby showers and being happy, but secretly, like, hurt at the same time. So that kind of stuff. But in regards to, like, dealing with it, I I do deal with it, and it's good. It's something I've, I've learned to live with. And other than that, though, Turner's isn't a huge, like, I don't look at Turner's as something I struggle with. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of part of who I am, and it's something that makes me unique. Yeah. Um, and it's not something that I've ever let stop me doing something. I think that is something I know a lot of people in the Turner's community deal with. Absolutely. Is they feel like their issues or something like that hold them back Mm yeah (laughs) so um it's something I've always tried to just make a point that it's part of who I am but it's not something that stops me or something that you know will ever hold me back in certain regards it doesn't define um 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it does, definitely doesn't define me. It's a, a unique, cool part of who I am. I absolutely love being part of the Plymouth Kingdom community. Um, one of the very cool things that I did shortly after I was diagnosed, because I didn't know anyone else who had it, um, my endocrinologist told me about a camp that they have every year oh, for women awesome. with uh, Turner syndrome. That, that particular year I went, it was in Colorado. Mm-hmm. I had never been on a plane, never been anywhere. It was honestly one of the coolest experiences I have ever had in my life. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah, we did activities every day. I got to ride a horse every day. Like, it was honestly one of the coolest things I had ever done. Oh, that's um, awesome. Do they I, still do that? I believe they do. I actually asked, it was about four or five years ago, because I was actually going to volunteer to be a counselor mm-hmm. at the camp, but they were full that year and didn't need anybody else. So mm-hmm. as of a few years ago, they were still doing it. And I think it was something that was really cool. And it was definitely something I personally needed because yeah. I didn't know anyone else that had Turner's and I was very unfamiliar. Especially when you find out at 12 or 13 that, you know, you're at that that precipice of the teenage years and so everything's kind of unknown and so that was that's awesome that at that at that age you were able to to find that camp and start to make those connections that's awesome it was it was awesome definitely in that way and especially because like I struggled with certain things like not hugely but like I had a big issue with math in school and I never like I never understood like to the point I failed it like three times in high school even though like my teachers would literally tell me like nobody studies as hard as you do but you just don't get it and therefore like we can't I ended up failing. I had to take geometry twice because I really struggled with the spatial aspect of math. (laughs) That was really hard, hard for me. And even today, my husband and I joke around because when he gives me directions, I have to go by landmarks. Like you cannot tell me go, you know, north on I-80 for 300 miles. You know, you cannot give me those kind of directions. I just, my mind doesn't operate that way. Doesn't operate spatial. like north south east west any of that (laughs) i'm very much the same way it's like give me left on the street right on the street and i'm okay (laughs) yes exactly (laughs) yes i'm the same way but it was uh but it was just it was nice because meeting people that had that struggle i knew it wasn't just something wrong with you know what i mean like i knew it wasn't just me i knew it was actually part of that and it was good to meet other people to kind of reiterate i know for me i the first time i've known a few butterflies but the first time and only time i went to a like a little conference it was in colorado as well i did that as an adult and even going to that as an adult i was still blown away because i was i still had that moment of oh my gosh look at everybody looks like me you know like I fit in it just was like this huge weight lifted because I realized oh my gosh there are other people out there like me and you you don't feel alone yes absolutely how long was the camp was it like a week uh yeah so it was yeah it was a week so I did that and then I didn't I didn't really do too much with the community for a while and then the last few years I've actually been in 
I connected with a butterfly named Sarah, who's also in the Toronto area. And she's actually does like a Turner Syndrome like community outreach stuff. Like they have conferences and all kinds of stuff. That's great. So the year before COVID hit, I was asked because I do, I am an online health and fitness host. Um, I have a few online businesses and that's one of them. Mm-hmm. And she had asked me to present at the conference for butterflies on Colton. And so I got to meet so many amazing butterflies there. And I just did an online one a few months ago for the same thing, like another conference. Um, it's like a yearly thing they do. So it's kind of, I'm kind of starting to get involved in the community a little bit more in that regard, which has been really neat. Yeah, that's awesome that you have that, you're starting to build that little bit of a, a community. What special things with you kind of being, being in the health and fitness realm what kind of tips and tricks did you give specifically towards you know butterflies and how we are built oh I mean I'm kind of short and stocky I guess you could say and I have like a gymnast build you know just kind of that short stocky build so as a health and fitness coach what kind of advice were you giving at those conferences for other butterflies certified personal trainer and that's one of the things I'm a beach body coach and that's one of the things like we stress is that like we're not personal trainers but we have found success uh, with these online home workouts because they're a lifestyle change mm-hmm. um, that's one of the things I struggled with when I was younger I tried every fad diet food diet like everything out there possible oh yeah uh-huh. and you know they would work but then the weight would come back once you got them or like they just were not healthy yeah <laughs> so so one of the key things is making it a lifestyle yes. and that means incorporating exercise as well as eating properly yes so some of the tips for that is one of the main things is the hardest thing is just getting started yeah oh yeah it sounds simple but but so many people are like oh yeah I'm gonna do this and I'll start next week and like blah 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 and then Monday comes and like they're unmotivated and it's like the first thing you have to do is just get started yeah and um one of the main quotes I use is it takes plenty one day form a new habit yes so as much as your first few days are hard you have to get through the first three weeks and then it becomes it almost becomes habit and your body and everything will get used to it so just get started and get through that first bit and then it will become a routine for you that's one of the main things being prepared is another crucial thing and in regard to if you know you have plans set your alarm 20 minutes earlier and go for that half an hour walk or do whatever Mm -hmm. don't wait until the end of the day because life happens and inevitably those weird things you weren't expecting are going to come up right and then you're going to put that to the side and then you have like a rough rough day and then it's easy to just say oh I won't do it today because oh today was so rough and I'm just going to relax. Exactly. And, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So be prepared. And if you know you're one of those people that tends to have unexpected things come up, get that 20-minute walk or whatever you do in before, as well as meals, having healthy meals. You know, if you have a few hours on a Sunday, cooking some healthy meals, putting them in the freezer. So again, if you have those unexpected things happen and you are late for dinner, instead of stopping for like that takeout, you have those healthy meal choices in the freezer ready to go. Like little tips like things like that can make a huge difference in your success. I know that that was one of my things because if I'm like stuck for time or whatever, I would always be the person that would head for the drive through. Oh, yeah. Because it mm-hmm. was easy and like it's just quick. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely guilty of that way more than I should be. <laughs> yeah. 
it's yeah. just so, so much more convenient. It, like if you have, yeah, if you have it in the freezer ready to go, then you're all set, right? Yes. Well, that's definitely some so, some good uh, good advice because I know there's a lot of different health issues that Turner's women have, but really that advice goes for anybody, and that's great advice for anybody. But I know specifically with, with Turner's butterflies, we just it is hard to know where to start. And my problem is is yep. I'll get started, and then I don't I don't make it the 21 days. <laughs> you know, I I'll make it like three or four days, and then I peter out and then I quit so my problem is not really necessarily getting going on it but it's that motivation to keep going to get to the point where it's a habit and we should all be working on those healthy habits for sure yeah so one of those things is like finding accountability whether that be with like a partner that you you know sit down and have a talk with and say you know this is really important to me I need you to make sure that every day you come to me and say you know did you do this today or did you get that walk-in that you said you were going to Mm -hmm. or you know I I say it to my boyfriend all the time I'm like listen I'm doing this program it's five days a week so if you see me not getting up Monday to Friday to do it remind me like remind me how important this is or you know if you don't have a significant other a partner a workout buddy anybody that you know wants to do this with you you know motivate each other send each other that text every day what did you do did you get your walk in did you get your workout in anything like that to help you keep going yes for sure yeah i it having that accountability Definitely. And that's probably why I haven't maybe been as successful as I would have wanted to is I I definitely rely on myself too much (laughs) and I don't reach out and, you know, for those accountability partners like I should. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's important to have that because everybody has days like that. That's not just, you know, tailored to one person. Everybody has those days where you're, you know, unmotivated or tired and you just have to, you have to have someone there or something that you know is going to keep you going. I also, we have something that I call like your why that anytime we are working with like new people or anything like that, it's important that you sit down and you think of your why Mm -hmm. and your why isn't like the simple I want to lose 20 pounds right that's very surface yeah and that's you, great yeah. but on those days you have no motivation you gotta that's dig not deeper gonna keep you go. <laughs> exactly so why do you want to lose those 20 pounds well you know when my kids go outside I can't play with them I get tired after 10 minutes okay so it's important for you to be able to do something with your kids or you know, you want to play that sport with your spouse you've been talking about mm-hmm. without getting tired or, you know, things like that. Like, you have to dig deeper because those main things are also going to be your motivation on those days. Exactly. How has being a stepmom kind of changed you as far as has that been kind of a motivation for you? And do you do you work with you, with the kiddos on those healthy choices and the healthy diet and and the exercise? Do you pass that down with them and and work with them on that, too? Um, we definitely try to make sure that we incorporate, um, not even specific, you know, like necessary, like making it like a fitness, but just making sure that when they're over, like, okay, you've been on your tablet for an hour. Now you put that down and we go outside and we do something, anything physical. And even if it's for 10 or 15 minutes, just get out. Yeah. And get active. Yeah. 
exactly whether it's we go to the park and you throw the ball and chase the dogs around or you know anything like that but just to make sure that you're countering the tv time with the tablet time and healthy i mean yes obviously you know they're they're kids they want the treats but it's limiting it right and you know counteracting some of the bad stuff with making sure that they have a healthy meal and veggies with the meal like things like that yeah, for it, sure it's all about balance Absolutely. I'm a huge believer in that. I try and teach people the 80-20 rule. So being on track 80% of the time and letting yourself have that pleasure, the other 20. Because, you know, if you are trying to be healthy and you cut out every single thing that you love, one day you're going to turn around and you're going to binge on everything you've been depriving yourself of. Yeah, you're just going to be miserable. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're going to just all of a sudden one day be going crazy and just like, so if you want that cookie, you have that cookie, but you don't grab the box of cookies and eat the box of cookies. Right. It's all you about moderation. one or two. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, moderation uh, is key. 80-20 yeah. is a perfectly acceptable, perfectly acceptable amount to allow yourself those, those goodies or those treats. Or like if you know you're going out for dinner and you're going somewhere where you're probably going to indulge in something, then making sure you stick to a house your lunch and breakfast to offer it. Right, right. Yes, definitely. Those are that's some very, very good health advice for for all of us that, you know, need to be watching our our hearts and our, you know, blood work and, and thyroids and, you know, everything that comes up with turners. All of those things are important for everyone, but definitely some very good tips for those Turner Center butterflies who have a little bit more of the health issues than others so definitely great advice yeah what other advice would you give turner syndrome butterflies what have you kind of you know you talked about how you've kind of come to grips with the infertility and you know you've you obviously have a, a hold you know a good a good handle on health so what other advice would you give to butterflies to kind of go along that same path as you and have those have such a great mindset about health and the infertility and all of those things? What advice would you give? Well, I guess in regard to careers and, and stuff like that, I would just say, you know, go go with what you want, research, learn about it. And if it's something you truly think you want and you can do, I mean, I don't see there being any reason that if you put your mind into it, that you, you can't do it. I do do a lot of personal development. So I read a lot of personal development book which I feel has really helped because everybody struggles with different things like personally I'm reading one right now it's called comparisonitis and it's something I struggle because I have like a few online businesses Mm -hmm. and you know it's very easy to go online and see other people doing extremely well in the businesses I'm doing like better than me and being envious of it and it's so easy to compare yourself to others so I'm personally reading this book about comparisonitis and how to stop doing that and being appreciative of where you are in your own journey. So I think it's finding what you struggle with and then doing some personal development on that. Mm -hmm. Um, Another huge thing that I'm really into is Mm self-care. I think self-care is a huge thing that should be a part of 
everybody's daily life. Mm-hmm. Now, self-care looks different for everybody, yes. depending on what you like to do, whether that be yoga or I personally am a huge bath person. So closing the door for a half an hour, having a bubble bath and just zoning out for me is a huge thing. Yeah. To kind of just mentally reset yourself. Yes, definitely. We And I think that's one thing that we in our society neglect a lot because it seems selfish to put yourself first. But, you know, they use the analogy all the time. I'm sure you've seen it all over about oxygen masks in airplanes. They tell you to put yours on first because before you're helping others. Because if you if you don't have your mask on, what help are you gonna be? You know, you have you have to put your mask on first, so to speak. And everybody in our society that yep. seemed that seems so selfish, but it's really not. And it's not like you're expected to have twelve hours that's all about you. <laughs> you know, I mean, it can be sim- as simple as you know, like you're saying, a half an hour in a bath or a five-minute yep. meditation, um, a half-an-hour yoga class. It doesn't it, – just because you're taking time for you doesn't mean it has to be an all-day thing and you're just going to neglect everybody around you and ignore everybody. That's not – that's what everybody thinks you're doing, but it's it can be just simple, small things that really make the difference for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And again, it looks different on everybody. So, you know, your self-care is not going to be the same as mine. It's it's whatever you want it to be for you and whatever you enjoy doing. But yeah, it's so important. I love the airbag analogy. I also use one. It's like you can't fill someone else's cup Mm -hmm. if your cup is empty. Exactly. So I love that one because, yeah, same idea. Like if you are so drained, so tired, and just have nothing left to give, you're not giving the best version of yourself to someone else. Exactly. Yep, absolutely. To the others in your life, which is what they want. They want the best version of you. Right. I know a lot of Turner Syndrome butterflies struggle with anxiety and depression and some of those things like that. And I think you've brought up some really good things today about health and self-care. And I hope that everybody listening will really tune in and pay attention to that because it is so important to overcome those, you know, feelings of, you know, anxiety and depression and there are a lot of things health-wise, body-wise, you know, eating-wise, all of those th- all of the things that you've talked about today together can make a huge difference. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there there is no like absolute cure for you know anxiety or anything like that. But it's learning the triggers and what works for you and exactly and what really like help you. Yep, exactly. And all and all of all of the things that you talked about about today are are great things to look at if you're if you're wondering how how can I overcome this or that or whatever you know whatever may be happening. You've given us some great some great tips of things to look at in our lives to maybe tweak a little bit and hopefully get on the right track. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Amy, you have been such a great guest and given us some really great advice today. I'm going to let you get back to your evening and enjoy whatever you are doing this evening. I sure appreciate you being on the show and everybody listening. And if you have any questions about health tips or anything, I hope everybody listening will get a hold of Amy about the little little changes you can make that will help you in the long run. So those of you that are listening, I hope you take these tips and tricks to heart. And I'm sure Amy would be glad to be your accountability partner. 
Absolutely. Actually, um, at the conference, a bunch of people mentioned um, needing something like that. So I'm actually going to be setting up a Facebook community for butterflies where we will share tips and motivation and all kinds of things. I will definitely let you know when I have that set up as well. So anybody can reach out to you or me and we can get them added or involved or whatever. Yes, that would be awesome. Yeah, we definitely need to do that. And everybody listening, keep, you know, keep your eye on um, Amy's Facebook page or my fa- or the Butterfly Banter and yeah we'll definitely keep th- get that information out so I think that would be awesome absolutely great well thank you so much for having me it was so much fun <laughs> well good I'm glad you enjoyed it we sure enjoyed having you and I hope you have a great evening and everybody listening have a great evening yourself and we'll catch you on the next episode bye <laughs>